What is up, y'all? Welcome to another Sports Cards Anonymous video. Today's is a little bit different. This is actually a video I did not plan on doing. Um, Matt from from My Slabs reached out and, and told me this story, and I thought, you know, I was like, I think this will be a good video to bring some awareness to some people about some things that could happen in the hobby. I think it's a good story uh, to let people know about things, and uh, I guess in a sense, it's a little bit of developing news. All right, this is a fresh from the source. Um, I don't have any information from the other sources. I really wouldn't know how to get that. I'm not a journalist. I'm not going to pretend to be. I'm just passing along information given to me. So let's talk through this. I just have some notes from my conversation for Matt. So bear with me if I get, you know, as I get through this. Essentially, this starts with someone purchased or someone was on Facebook and saw a Giannis 2014-2015 select silver BGS 10. So, you know, the pristine version. A select silver pristine BGS card. This actually has a pop of one. And on Facebook, somebody was asking a mere $500 for this card. Um, and, you know, the person browsing Facebook seeing this saw this card and thought, you know, that's kind of oddly cheap. Um, like way too cheap. This seems really weird. And so then this person who was perusing Facebook reaches out to Matt from My Slabs, right? Matt, who's been on the channel, good friend of the channel. And he, he lets Matt know. He's like, hey, you know, I see this Giannis on Facebook. It just seems kind of fishy to me. And then so Matt goes and looks it up and he sees that this Pop One Giannis sold for $1,500 two days prior on my slabs now it was two days prior you know as as the clock ticks but as you know from the time that the buyer paid to the time that they're seeing this is roughly one business day between when this card was you know the transaction was completed on my slabs and when they're seeing it on facebook available for a third of what it was listed for um and then so matt digs into this a little bit more and he sees that uh you know that the buyer was happened to be a friend of his. He reaches out to the buyer and they confirm, yeah, we just paid for this. You know, this is when we paid for it. You know, gives him some details about the transaction. And uh, then Matt reaches out to the shipper, to the seller, excuse me, to the seller. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm seeing this. You know, did you ship this card? And the seller says, yes, I did in fact ship this card. Um, and the, the seller, as of note here, I think it's of note, the seller uh, owns an LCS in the area. Um, so Matt looks up the tracking number, gets some details from the seller, and sees that it was last scanned at a post office in Las Vegas, right? And this is um, a post office that the seller tends to hand deliver packages to, I guess, because it's it's close. Um, so Matt, the brilliant detective that he is, he goes in onto Facebook and. Um, you know, he shows he shows some interest in the card. You know, he's like, hey, you know, I'm interested in this card. You know, would you be willing to sell it? The Giannis, that is. Um, and he says that the the Facebook seller immediately, you know, responds and says, yeah, absolutely. You know, be happy to. And um, then Matt's like, you know, can you can you um, can you coin the card for me? And so the guy coins the card, uh, meaning you know he he adds a, a basically a time date stamp and name. 
um, in the image with the card, right? So that you know that it's legit. You know, if, if you don't do a lot of buying and selling on Facebook or Instagram, it may not you may not be familiar with the term, but it's just a way to make sure that the other person has the card. And, you know, as he's doing this, he's including a little bit of maybe too sensitive information inside the pictures. Now, as this is happening, and we'll, t- we'll talk about that in a second, as this is happening, uh, Matt's like, hey, do, do you have some other stuff? Um, maybe do you have some other stuff that we could look at? You know, I, I'm interested in the card, but maybe I'd like to buy some more as well. And then so the guy sends a slew of really high-end cards that are really nice and ridiculously priced, right? Most of them a third of the price of what they should be. And Matt, the detective that he is here, you know, rings home again. Uh, he looks these cards up via MySlabs, via eBay, and he sees that multiple of these cards, you know, all of these cards essentially had been, just been recently been sold um, either on MySlabs or on eBay. And um, so then Matt's like, yeah, you know, I'd be interested in, in buying all of these cards. Um, and now what this seller did when he was sending these photos or when this person was sending the photos over, they included somehow, some way, their ID for the United States Postal Service. <laughs> their USPS ID was in the pictures. And so Matt had all the information he needed, I mean, then and there. He knew where you know the card was getting lost at this Las Vegas um, post post service office, and uh, I should also mention all these other cards that we were seeing uh, that Matt was seeing right that had sold on eBay, had sold on MySlabs, etc. Um, four or five of those cards belong to this LCS. Remember the original seller for the Giannis at the the real price of fifteen hundred on on MySlabs. Uh, four or five belonged to him. And two of them had open cases on them right through eBay. And three of them basically were still so new to for being shipped um, that there's no cases open yet. Um, I should say eBay or or PayPal. You know, it was bought on uh, it was sold on eBay and MySlabs. And, you know, with that, there's also a lot of other cards found, you know, through this process. And then also Matt notices, hey, you've got some really nice raw cards there in card savers. And the individual is like, I don't know what a card saver is, but yeah, there's some cards there, you know. And um, so, you know, Matt kind of picks up on this, that this guy, he doesn't really know what sports cards are or anything about them. But he knows that they're worth some money and he's looking at them and he knows how to spot them in the mail. And um, so we, we got a little public safety announcement here at the end of this, but let's just, I guess, close this story out. Uh, Matt is a smart person, and he's like, hey, yeah, I would like the cards. You know, let me send you the money. Send me your PayPal address. He gets the PayPal address from, you know, this uh, person selling, you know, trying to sell these cards through Facebook. And he sends him a 10 and Matt sends this person a $10 payment saying, uh, this is shipping for the stolen cards. <laughs> and he works it out. It's a long story. This guy's being difficult, as you could imagine. Um, you know, but Matt calls out, you know, this guy's, you know, if if what we're seeing is true, you know, he's stolen well over several thousand dollars worth of cards, you know, this is in felony, you know, grand larceny for sure. So um, he works it out to get these cards um, over to the LCS. So all the cards that he saw that belonged to the LCS went to the LCS and all the other cards as well. And that LCS, you know, because a lot of these, were dropped off at that post office to be shipped out. So a lot of these are for local guys. So that LCS is working on getting the cards back to the appropriate owners. So awesome 
awesome work there from Matt and the MySlabs team to, you know, help the community here kind of work through this and Matt doing his sleuth work, figuring all this stuff out and getting the cards back to the community is awesome. Now, it's obviously just a horrible story, though it does have a relatively good ending, you know, but the LCS owner had talked about losing just a ton of cards in the mail and there's not a lot he could do about it. And you just feel for these people and you hear stories about this all the time in the hobby where stuff is getting lost in the mail. And there's a lot of people who worry, you know, that the post office is stealing it. And this is anecdotal. And we don't even know, can't say that anything that I know, you know, I can't say the post office is stealing Carter. I don't know that. Um, Matt did tell me that there, there is going to be a police investigation open and that also um, USPIS, I believe their internal audit team is uh, doing the, there being the, um, the, the post office's internal audit team is conducting a re- uh, an investigation on the incident. So, you know, things are in order. So, um, but all that to say here, I can't say that anyone did or did not steal cards. I don't know. This is just kind of the situation it was, as it was passed on to me. But the lessons learned, the lessons we should take away from this, because we do believe that this is how this stuff was getting identified, is this person could identify, or somebody, somebody could identify cards going through the post office well, I guess let me rephrase it. They could identify a package going through the post office as whether or not it contained cards. Then there was a couple of ways they could do this. And the card savers were a tell. Why did they pick why did they get all those card savers? Because they knew if something was addressed to PSA, it had cards in it, and cards are money. Right? So that was a telltale sign. It's a giveaway for what's in that package, and it tells people, hey, there's money in here. And then the other way people knew was because if you have your business name on there, like mine is Sports Cards Anonymous, and it goes on all my packages. If you have your if you have your business name on your package, and it says Sports Cards in it, then people know if it says Sports Cards on the package, there's Sports Cards in the package, right? It just kind of checks out. And so these were kind of two telltale signs to let people in the post office world know, or anyone with access to those packages, whether it be someone who goes passing by a mailbox before a person can pick it up, whatever it is. Um, it lets them know, Hey, there's sports cars in here. This could be worth money. This might be an easy little heist. And so a word of the wise, a lesson learned here, you know, as you're shipping stuff around, try not to put sports cards in, um, the address lines. If you can avoid it, you know, I'll be taking sports cards anonymous off of my address line. It'll just have my address essentially, uh, and not my business name. And, uh, just little bitty things like that may be able to help prevent, future theft from, you know, happening to you. Um, so shout out again to Matt and the MySlabs team for this. This is an awesome story. And Matt, I hope, uh, you know, we get some updates out of this to see what comes of the investigations that you mentioned. Um, and then for the rest of the community, I hope you find some value out of this. I hope that, you know, this, though anecdotal, but real story um, about how this happened, you know, to um, a part of Las Vegas, Hopefully it is a word of caution to all of us to remember that there are unfortunately bad actors around the hobby and we have to continue to be diligent and uh, to do our best to avoid handing them easy caches, right? All right, y'all, that's it for this. I hope you enjoyed this and got some value out of it. Until next time, my friends, as always, keep collecting.